Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Tony D'Urso. He is the host of the Tony D'Urso Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel. He's a successful and passionate podcaster, author, and consultant. Welcome, Tony, to Lifeblood Brand. George, thank you so much for having me on Lifeblood. It is an honor to be on your show and speak to your audience about things that can really help them in the world of being an entrepreneur. And, you know, we need that more than ever. So I am very, very honored to be here, and hopefully I can help make uh, make a difference with some people. Oh, I love it. I'm super excited to have you on. Tony, tell us a little bit more about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Personally, I was actually born in Italy, in Sicily, and that's why my name is D'Urso, which is the Italian pronunciation, and the American pronunciation you could just say is D'Urso, or you could, you know, just call me Tony. And I grew up in Chicago, which everyone in the world knows it as Chicago because that's how it is. But when you live in the city, it's chi, it's Chicago. And I didn't know there was such a thing as Chicago until I moved out of Chicago. So you could probably tell a little bit of my accent because I, I grew up in, in Chicago and it doesn't sound Italian, though you can tell I'm Italian because I always talk with my hands. It's the only way I can talk. So in this interview, sometimes my Chicago may come out, but otherwise mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to have some fun here. So I did that and I, I, I started work back then. You may call it child labor or slave labor or whatever you may call it. But I was a paper out boy from the, about the age of five to 14. I did it for 10 years delivering paper, including on freezing, windy Lakeshore Drive seven days a week, which is right on the lake of Lake Michigan. And it's got to be, I think, one of the coldest places on earth because sometimes (laughs) the wind chill factor, I mean, I remember the day it was minus 117 degrees below zero with the wind chill factor. And here I am, just a kid, pushing this monster cart, delivering papers. I did that for 10 years. And then I, uh, I got, a, I guess, a, a, a promotion in life where I went into fast food at the age of 14. And because I was so used to working and giving the money to my parents, because my mom was raising six boys, I said, Mom, you don't have, ever have to worry about me again. I'll take care of everything. And from then on, I bought my own clothes, my own books for school. I put myself through school and education. I did everything because I, it was just kind of the thing to do. I, it's a different mentality today, but yeah, I really actually did that. And I was on my own since 14, except for the, the dinner meal and the, and the, and the bed at night at my folks house, I was completely self-reliant and I went into corporate America and I did that for about 32 years, George. And I really learned a lot about sales, promotion, marketing, lead generation, real estate, collectibles. I learned a lot of things. My corporate years were really, really good. And I, it, it's, it's, it's an experience that is just amazing. And when you go off into being an entrepreneur, which I did in like the year 2007, it was I was just full of all this knowledge and how to do things and how to run an organization and how to conduct and, and and things like that. So it was really, really helpful. And 
when I was that entrepreneur running my own business, it was a lead generation business, but it was beset with four major federal regulations. Now we're all familiar with the what I you know the, the events of 2020 that impacted everything. Well, back back earlier, there were four major regula- four major federal regulations protocols that just impacted how you do business, and it took my business down to its knees four times in seven years, hmm. and. And I got tired of it, and and so I said, what can I do? And I looked, there's got to be something I can control that isn't, you know, doesn't go up and down based on what some somebody says we should do this from now on or, or marketing services have to be this way in order to be acceptable. And I heard this thing called podcast. And I'm like, what is this thing? And George, when, when I looked into it, it was like, Oh, I can do that. I can talk. I'm Italian. <laughs> so I went on the podcasting and I started a, a show called Revenue Chat Radio. It was one hour live. What am I thinking? <laughs> uh, and But I used my knowledge of marketing and lead generation and, and, and engaging and and was able to get into – and, and achieve hundreds of thousands of downloads and listeners. Now today, fast forward five and a half years, at the time of this recording, I'm nearly at 17 million all-time total listens. But I've really expanded out there. I'm on just about every podcast platform. Anyone can hear me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Voice America, as well as the entire complete archival collection is at Tony. D-U-R-S-O.com slash podcast, including my very first, you know, radio, uh, <laughs> which I think is embarrassing and I probably will never listen to them again. <laughs> but you can you can have a good listen and laugh and a chuckle. But it, it sometimes, you know, maybe it's because of the Italian nature, George, but I when I want to do something like pot, I learn, I study, I go, I got this, and I just jump in. And I made so many mistakes. But I got a mentor, and I say that I say to anyone listening, for anything you do, if it's worthwhile, if it's gonna, if it's gonna be your lifeblood, if it's going to be what you need to sustain yourself and feed yourself and feed your family and put a and put a roof over your head. I, I believe it is imperative to get a mentor. Absolutely. I got a mentor. I got a world-class radio who's who, Michael Benner. He's a big celebrity in Southern California. And he had, after some 40, 40 years, not 40 years, many years in radio, moved off. He's back in radio again. And he uh, he's my mentor. And he gives me critiques and he gives me help still to this day. And it's really helped change my game, and that's because I'm very serious about it. So that's 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 something. If it's if it's something you really want to do well, I I, I insist you get a mentor. So there's a little bit about me and where I've been, and kind of all all put together, kind of kind of swiftly. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And I think it is a. I think it's great that that people could still go back and listen to those initial episodes, and also appreciate you just learning how to do it, and then jumping in with both feet and making the mistakes. And certainly, mentorship is 
I, I think I, I think you're 100 percent right. It's it's really imperative to to success. So your 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 show you're helping people on 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 their journey to success and uh, sales and marketing, getting lead generation, such a big part of 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 business. Why is it you think that entrepreneurship is is so important today? I think it's critical. Uh, just have to look at the events of last year. Now that said. <clears throat> There were entrepreneurs that were hurt in the events, the what have happened, you know, and I'm being very politically correct. A lot of good people have been hurt, and it's very, very, very sad. I know people, friends, family, very affected. <clears throat> However, when you work for someone and they let you go or the business closes, it's done, it's over. <clears throat> As an entrepreneur, it may be down for a while, but you have more resilience as an entrepreneur because you're more used to the, your mindset is it's, it's you, you've got to make this happen. You, you know, you, there's a, there's, you can springboard a lot easier. It just goes with that, that, that beingness, that, that title that, and I think it's easier as an entrepreneur. Nothing's really easy, but when you work at it every day for years and years, then, you know, something can become easy. But, it's just so important for for people to find something that will help create some sustenance for them and their family, even if they already work a job. You, you, you need a backup. You need something that you can do. You need some diversification, not just one job or one thing you do as an entrepreneur, but you need several so that if if things get worse, I don't know, will they get worse? Will they get better? You know. You only have to look at the TV, and your that question; those questions are answered. It's it's important that you look for anything else you can do. What and and there are many millionaires that have been made from these events, George. Many, many, many millionaires, millionaires and billionaires, because they find the need that people need, and they serve it. So look for what can you provide that's a need for people, and deliver that or or put it together. And there are so many ideas. There's so many ways to do that. I think, I think it's a great time and a great opportunity for anyone to be, to be able to create something and get it and get their life, their livelihood into the six digits. Uh, it's it's right there. You just need someone. You need a mentor and you need some brainstorming, perhaps if you're not there already. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. And you're certainly coming from a lot of experience starting delivering papers on Lakeshore Avenue when you're five years old, doing that for 10 years. And then you turn 14 years old, you start working at fast food, you tell mom, well, I'm, I'm uh, good from here. So, uh, And so you've been self-sustaining for all intents and purposes for since you've been 14 years old. Do you think that that, that, that is just hardwired into you? Uh, if people aren't feeling like they're that way, can can they teach themselves to do that? Yes, people can teach themselves. And today, George, there's, there is a programming, there is a conditioning, there is, this is how life is. And it, that's going on now. There's this culture and it's, it's pervasive and it's, it's just the way people do things. And, and I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but a couple of years ago, somebody told me that, uh, they needed to go, um, they needed to go and help their kid with their homework. And I'm going, what? Huh? And then I found out, and, and it's just me because I don't I don't have children. 
we decided not to have children. We, we, we go camping, we go in the mountains, we travel the world, we do all this sort of stuff. And, and that whole world came to me and I was explained, it was explained to me that today parents have to help their kids with their homework. I had never heard of such a thing. <laughs> my entire life, I did all my homework, everything. And I always did everything myself. I made the mistake once of asking my older brother on some math problems how to solve it. And it was like an hour of discourse to like, and I realized quickly, I'm never going to ask anyone else ever again how to do my <laughs> homework. I'm just going to figure it out. <laughs> and, but it's a culture and I mean no disrespect. Today, it's the culture. And I, I would ask parents and it's like 100%. Oh, yeah, of course, we help our children with their homework. It's how it works. Kids are told, do this and get with your parents. And I understand that. But it's my point is, it's a culture. It's a way of life. When I was growing up, it wasn't a culture. It wasn't a way of life. It was just, you know, be home at uh, six o'clock, eat dinner and, you know, and stay home after that. It was that was my culture. And I, and I honored that. I always, always honored that until I was 14, right? <laughs> so you have to realize and break break out of whatever, because but you don't necessarily know that you're immersed and programmed or conditioned in a certain culture or a way of life. But you have to realize that if things get worse and if something more serious happens, what are you going to do? And you have to look, and I always say, what I'm going about to say is extremely controversial and completely 100% against the prevailing popular schools of thought. I mean, the, and I'm not going to mention any names, I'm going to be very politically correct, but the prevailing school of thought is stay in debt. And I can explain it, I know what I'm saying. Stay in debt, really don't own anything, and just rent or lease or whatever. And it, it just takes away that ownership. It just takes away that sense of responsibility. And you, and you kind of have to go down that road and start looking at stuff and changing where you're where you're going and what you think, because it's it find something that you love. You may be working a job. You could be a cashier, an accountant. You could be doing a, a billion different things. Find something you like that will get you up in the morning on your day off because you love this, whether it's gardening. Me, I love my flowers. I love orchids. I have a whole orchid collection here. Some people like to wrench on cars. Some people like to do whatever. Find what you love and start podcasting on that and start building something around that in your spare time. Find And the reason I say what you love, which is against the school of the prevailing school of thought, this prevailing thought is just make money. Who cares? Just make money. No. And I say, I say, find something that you love and work it, put your passion into it. It will start attracting people and you'll start growing with it. And there's so many different ways I could start listing off, you know, method after method on how you can make money from just that. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think we're certainly cut from the same cloth there that, do need to to find find that voice in 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 whatever it is you love so if it's podcasting start that or if it's writing just start doing it and start thinking about it and really cultivating that to your point 
um, that that people will be drawn to you and just start small, right? Because you'll wake up in five years, just like you have, and you'll be at 17 million plus uh, listens. That's right. And those were all hard work, long days. You know, the, the difference between being an entrepreneur and having a job is when you have a job, George, you're working 40 hours a week or so. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're working 80 and you have more fun. <laughs> yeah, it's well said. Well, Tony, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? That's a, that's an interesting one to ponder because there, as with anything, there is a point of too much. Like, you know, if if there's a person who's thirsty and hasn't had any water for a week or, and he's just come out of the desert, you don't pour an ocean of water on him. You'd kill him. You give him a little water at a time. There a little water at a time. And the big tip I have is something that I that I use and I've learned since I was five years old, and that is all things lead to Rome. Now, I'm not being literal, but I watched you know various Roman movies of how all these roads all over the world, if you would just get on it and go in the direction towards Rome, you'd eventually wind up there. And it was such a great concept that I used that with my with my website and and there's 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 a there's a line drawn where it can be not not good anymore in the case of seo but I'll, but that's that's a very high level communication if you if you podcast put it on your website if you write a book put that on your website if you do coaching and consulting put it on the same website i know people who come up with different domains and different websites for different things that they do and now they have to drive traffic and people to each one well to, to a degree it's good but why not cross market yourself a little bit and that's what i do and a couple of years ago i was up to a million visitors a year to my website you know i had my podcast i have my books i have different things so and there's it's it, within reason it's extremely workable so when you come up with a book and think about that you know yes it's great to have a, your own book url but then what about all the people that are already going to your website they don't even see it now now you got to generate a whole nother new pe- group of people and there's you know it's not a perfect piece of advice but it it should get you up there into in the stratosphere well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets – come on. Come on. You're doing all the work. You might as well have it easy to find, right? Exactly. <laughs> Make it easy for people to do business with you. Well, Tony, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? The simplest places go to Tony, T-O-N-Y, D-U-R-S-O.com. There you'll find all my podcasts. You'll find out if you do podcast, I do podcast marketing as a very specialized service using my lead generation. I've helped a lot of podcasters get get into the millions literally in downloads and listens. Uh, my books are there. You can find out my about my books and uh, you can find out about my my charitable uh, what's the wording things that I do where I help feed I help feed the people that don't have homes or are without and one of my people counted that we have delivered 
maybe over 52,000 meals in the past few years. Amazing. And we just, you know, I believe in giving back and uh, it's not just words. I, I actually do it. And so I like, I love feeding people. And I think, you know, there's one thing about giving people money and, or doing this. And, and I've given a lot of material as well, which is a whole nother conversation. But I think the basic is food. Someone's starving. I like to give them food. I'd rather give somebody a good meal or a hot meal or multiple meals than, than five bucks or 10 bucks. Cause I, cause at least I know where it's going. Well said. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Tony your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to TonyDurso.com. That's T-O-N-Y-D-U-R-S-O.com. Check out the podcast, pick up the books, and track everything that Tony is working on. Thanks again, Tony. George, thank you so much for having me on Lifeblood. I really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.